0: and welcome to a brand new episode of iZombie Radio. Uh, I'm here, Chris King, one of your three co-hosts with my two co-hosts and friends as always, Blaze Hopkins and Sean Carpenter. We've got an interesting uh, interesting situation right now. One of us, Sean, is on the freeway. He's not driving, folks, do not worry. He's the, uh, the co-pilot. And uh, I just want you guys to know these are the lengths we go to to make sure we can get this awesome iZombie content out to you. Um, before we check in with Sean and how his travels are going, Blaze, I just want to ask you, how are you doing today? Doing
1: pretty good. I'm uh, on the edge of a volcano right now.
0: Just whatever yeah? it
1: takes to get the pot out. Um, Keeping it casual?
0: Keeping it casual? Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm good. It's um, Been a fast, but also long week. But... Mm-hmm. uh Ready to talk some brains, baby?
0: Yeah. Well, when you got some exciting news today, you got the the, the key for yeah, your yeah
1: moving. So busy with uh, yeah. with that, but
0: it's uh, very exciting. Key for his new apartment, guys. He's it's uh, really cool, really exciting. Um, awesome. And then Sean, how are you doing, dude? How's the how's the road treating you? Uh,
2: well, it's LA, so we're obviously sitting in traffic. Um... <laughs> As one does. <laughs> but, oh you know, it goes.
1: I can't imagine how you deal I... with that. Yeah.
2: We don't. We just kind of <laughs> scream silently. Just all you, collectively You
1: make sure screaming. the music is playing louder than your screams. Yeah, right. Exactly. Or
2: you get yourself a good podcast and you just start binge listening. You know? There you uh,
0: go. There you go. There you go. That's a... Speaking speaking of podcasts you could binge listen to, you know, guys, we have we have recorded uh, for all four seasons of this show, so if you haven't already, go back, listen to us meander on about this show for, like, forever. Um,
2: There's, like, I, I, 78 episodes on the feed or something like that, so have fun.
0: Damn, damn. <laughs> I can't believe we've done that many. That's awesome.
2: Um...
0: Uh, that's great. And uh I'm having a pretty good day. I just was telling Blaze before we got on. Um so I work at a high school that's also like a boarding school and I was proctoring and, and sur- supervising their writing center tonight and I had a bunch of my students and my boss uh surprise me with an early birthday cake, uh which was pretty cool and they sang me sang happy birthday and everything, so that kinda made my day and um yeah, I'm doing I'm doing pretty well after that. Can no complaints, you know? Um but, uh, but yeah, and I'm I'm ready to ch- chat about this episode, uh, which was entitled "Deadlift." Very very I, I I like this title even more than "Thug Death." Although I think the title for next week's episode might take the cake, um, which is spoiler for people don't know. It's the the dancing the dancer brain episode, and the title for next week is uh six seven eight, and uh, I just I, I can't can't wait for that episode with all the photos and everything for it. It's going to be so much fun. Um, but this uh, this past week's was called Deadlift. It's kind of a continuation of where we left off in the premiere. I, you know, obviously we ended last week with it to be continued. And Clive and Liv are still on the case, trying to figure out, you know, where this, uh, you know, where this uh, missing girl is. You know, they, they don't have a body, they just have the video. And... While, uh, while on the case, Liv, you know, she cooks up some nice fitness guru brains. And, uh, and she's all about getting, you know, getting pumped and and working out and counting, counting those calories. And she's introducing people to Clive, calling him, uh, calling him her swole mate, which I thought was amazing. Um, and, uh, and, um, but yeah, but I just wanted to, uh, we can just dive in here, guys. I mean there's there's a decent bit in this episode. Again, it kinda is like a the second part of a two parter. And uh and I just wanted to see, you know, Blaze, I'll start with you. How do you think it, it finished up this this case uh, that we started with last week? There's a lot of twists and turns. Were you satisfied with you know, what was revealed by the end of the episode?
1: Yes and no. Um like over I'm I thought that for a two part episode it like isolated it sealed up well. I'm kinda curious to see where everything goes this season. Um I'm still I'm still waiting for it to really kind of spark me into being like hype about what's to come, but um yeah, lots of twists and turns that I guess overall just left me with a lot of kind of I, like, questions of, like, uh, alright, you know, is this what they're setting up for, um, just, we, you know, in, in general, and, um, I'm not fully sold on Dolly still, but,
0: mm, okay,
1: we'll see, I'm, you know.
0: Can I, can I ask why you, like, what, what's making you not sold on her just yet?
1: Uh, I don't know, she just kind of... So, to me, the... It's just, like, for what the conflict is, the conflict, again, being, um... The, like, acceptance of zombies and everything. I just... I'm really curious if she'll get a little more interesting, or if we'll kind of... You know, I want to find out, I guess, like, more of the why behind her, like, reasoning for being a... Um zombie bigot yeah sure that's thank you for uh <laughs> i was i was looking for the the best way to put it but well, uh, i
0: i think we can call them that after clive's comparison for like zombie face to blackface in the yeah, episode which yeah. i thought was h- hilarious but uh but sorry continue with uh talking about the Ollie.
1: yeah so i i think just for for the character to kind of pull me in, or... I'm, I am just want to see more of her backstory. Like, I feel like that's where they're, they're gonna to try to convince everybody, is just giving her, obviously, this personal experience or thing that happened, and, uh... And I'm kind of curious to see what that is. But for right now, she just feels rather generic to me, with, like, you know... Again, she's executing something much larger. I, I think I'll come around a little bit more as the season goes on, and it's just, uh... You know, allowing that to develop a little bit more.
0: Def yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It's kind of like she went from not not a comical figure when she's talking with Peyton, but she's almost like this like over the top kind of caricature. But now we're like seeing like she's setting up suicide bomb bombers, and like you know she definitely had that actress killed at the end of yeah. the episode. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: And so, so like clearly, I feel like. Um... I guess like again it's I I feel like they're I feel like they're showing us but not telling us kind of if that makes sense like I feel I like I don't know what it is it might just be a personal thing I have to I have to like rewatch the episodes or something but um yeah she just kind of hasn't like sold me yet that she is as ruthless as they're showing us she is
0: Definitely, and maybe Definitely. it's just because
1: we don't full again. You know, it's been two episodes, I'm, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and try and act like it's it's something more. But you know, it's I think it's just I'm waiting for something to click with me of like why is she on the same level as the villains we've seen in the past, and like you know how is she gonna
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, how is she gonna kind of show me that she is this ruthless and kind of I feel like. I well, feel, I wonder if we went... Go ahead. I was just going to say, and I feel like, you know, we've been kind of conditioned based on past villains and everything to kind of see these people in more, like, larger positions of power, and so I think that's up maybe something else, It's just because we haven't seen this, it's throwing me off, and it's like, I just need to adjust to, like, damn, she... only runs like her food truck but it's perfect because she is like secretly as smart as people like chase and manipulative as like chase graves and you know max rager and just every everything we've seen in the past
0: well that's what i was gonna say And, and sean i'd like to hear your thoughts on this like i wonder if we were to go back and watch those first introductory episodes to von DuClark and max rager like would we have thought a similar thing like, that that he was this, like, evil corporate guy, but, like, he wasn't gonna... Like, he, he wasn't going to, like, essentially feed his own daughter to zombies, which he almost ends up doing. Um, you know, obviously she gets the last laugh uh, when she... When, when the zombies feed on him. But, uh... But, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Sean, are, are you feeling similar to Blaze? Do you, And do you think we just need to give... Do you think we need to give her some time? Do you think she's comparable to any villains of the past? Do you think she's her own thing? Um... What are your thoughts on Dolly?
2: I see that, like, it's starting. She's starting to work up to it. Sort of like how the Dead Enders were last season. And I know Chicks and the Dead Enders are kind of intrinsically linked here. Um, It's like Chicks being, like, the PTA version of the Dead Enders, uh, so to speak. Um, But she she's not even getting anywhere close at this current moment to how Harvey was in the previous and last season prior to his zombification. Um, right? His name was Harvey, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Uh, oh, for the Dead Enders?
2: Yeah. Yes. Harley. Yeah. Ha- Harvey. Yeah, it was or Harley. Harley. Harley.
0: Harvey, Harley.
2: I don't know. There's too many... I think it was
0: I think it was Har- Har- Harley, like the
2: motorcycle. Yeah. It was Harley. I got Sabrina on the brain again, you know (laughs) Uh, um, But Yeah, it's I see like The roots Of a good villain here But we're not spending Enough time on her To sort of formulate that We have a lot Of other things going on In just this episode alone That kind of make up for it, so to speak, but if we want her to get anywhere near even, like, Von Du Clark level of evil, we're gonna need to spend a little more time with her. Definitely, not, yeah. I think not, also... Let's check in on the food truck, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I agree with what Sean's saying. Like, I think that... I think, Chris, like, when you bring up a Von Duclark and stuff, they're, like... Even though he probably still developed further as the season went on, it still is, like, right from the beginning, I think, we know who his character is, and just, like, that he is capable of those things. And even if you just chalk it up to his, um, you know, his job, and that, like, that brings in enough money and kind of access for him to... Good point. ...to pull off everything, like, I guess I'm just, like, still trying to figure out the full angle on Dolly's character and like I I feel I'm hoping that it'll come with like I said an origin because clearly it's going to be something probably family related you know tragic that um I you know will fill us in on and give her a a kind of legitimate reason to her her evil decisions and uh plots but yeah, I think it's just, like, in the past, I feel like we've always immediately known, kind of, what type of a villain we were getting. And, um, yeah, I mean, just with her, I don't, I I haven't seen enough uniqueness yet.
0: No, I, I get that. I'm gonna
2: call it here. Um, yeah, okay, go for it. Um, I'm gonna call something here. Her kid was was a zombie. This is what's inciting the whole thing. I have a weird feeling that one of her Interesting. kids turned into a zombie, and she had to off the kid because she can't stand them. Like, I That's feel a, like it could be uh, something like that.
0: Like, it was a mercy killing, in her opinion?
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah, I could see that, and especially yeah. if you involve, like... The scene in the scene that there was basically like a chance to prevent it, whether it was like Fillmore Graves or the police or something, and that's why she has decided to take her, you know, take action herself because she doesn't believe that they're good enough to.
0: Yeah, no, that's re- that's a really interesting idea. I I, I really like that. Um, but yeah, no, and I think I, I agree with you guys. I think we just have to give Dolly some more time and see what happens, but. I think one thing that can't be denied about this season, and I also want to discuss, kind of overall, is um, the stakes are enormously high. Um, even higher than, I think, than any other season so far. Just with the death toll so far that we've gotten in, the, in these first two episodes, like, we had the suicide bomber, which didn't kill anyone in particular, but just this past week alone, we lost, you know, not main characters, but supporting characters like Jordan, and then, um, uh, uh, Baron, Baron. as well, yeah. who gets shot, yeah, I was,
1: right. I was, before. like, I was annoyed by, <laughs> like, hear me out, I was annoyed when Baron died, <laughs> just cause I was, like, what the, I was, like, so angry at the, the three kids, and it was basically because of how you just put that, Chris, like, I was sitting there, like, god dang it, we just lost, you know, a good character and a good dude, because of, like, what I felt was, like, immaturity and naivety, and I'm, like, I'm actually really intrigued to see where that plot goes with the uh, the traveling kids and everything because I feel like mm-hmm. what took place uh, in their story in the episode essentially had me thinking, like, what the F are they doing? Like, they are just kids. They don't understand the, um... They don't... They can't grasp the weight of, like, the decisions they're making and kind of
0: what they're walking into. No, definitely. And now they're... All three of them are zombies. Yeah. Because the... The the one whose name is escaping me, but the one who had... Who was sick...
1: Yeah.
0: them both. And... I agree with you. Like Baron, Baron dying. I mean, that to me really meant like made me go like okay, like like, like people are just gonna die this season. Yeah. Like it's, and I I did like it for what it does for Liv and Major because I think you know Liv even has that uh, that line where she says I was already in your world I didn't realize it yet, um, and it kind of bonds them in the way through their mutual loss him losing Jordan. Losing Baron, I definitely feel like I felt the Jordan loss a little bit more. Um, I was it surprised. bothers me that it happened like dude, yeah, well, because we lost the <sighs> other uh, the other guy last season whose name's escaping me. Um, um, captain. Yeah, it was he was like the football captain dude, the the jock kind of guy. Uh, who's, captain. Uh, Steve. Captain oh. what? <laughs> Well... Did that did that,
1: Captain did Cut that, come out, in clear? Captain Cutout. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I was... So, sorry, one... Really quick one last point I wanted to make about the, uh... Him turning the kids into zombies. Like, even that... I, I get it, and I like the move, because obviously, like, they can't go back to the abuse the of home. Asshole. But, it's like, even something like that, it's like... Damn, does he realize kind of, like, what he's doing by scratching them... Like fully and do these kids know what they're getting into by becoming zombies and entering a place that doesn't have brains, basically.
0: They they don't because of what they said before, which is like they I think they said it I think they either said it in this episode or last week's episode, I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure it was this week's episode where, like, no one's going to be able to tell us what to do if, like, a teacher does, or, like, if someone picks on us, we can just, like, smash their brain. Yeah, exactly.
1: And I think that'll be be an interesting dynamic, especially because of that line. Like, what if all of a sudden it turns into, like, because of their first experience watching Baron go down and how, like, ruthless the dead-enders and those, you know, zombie uh, bigotists are... It's like, will they all of a sudden be this rogue squad kind of committing acts or something and getting the zombies in trouble when, like, Major's trying Mm -hmm. to keep the peace to an extent. So I'm curious how that's going to come into play. But yeah, Jordan's death was very blown away that they just brushed over that. And it was almost... First off, it was the most unconvincing death scene. Like, the way it happened, I was like, is that... Are they really pulling that cliffhanger? Like, that they're killing... (laughs) <laughs> they're killing Jordan. Find out next week, and then they're like, "Nah, she's dead." And I was like, "What?"
0: Yeah, it was very bluntly delivered. It was just like, "Hey, yeah, yeah. she's she's done," which which definitely which did kind of bother me. Um, and by the way, Sean, I I did figure out that you were trying to say Captain Seattle, and his name was Fisher. I just remembered too. Um, yeah,
2: uh, but uh, thanks.
0: No <laughs> Nope. nope. <laughs> it's all good. Again, you're on the move, so if you, if you cut out, it's it's understandable. You're you're a traveling yeah. man. Um. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, what do you, what do you think about these? Uh, <coughs> excuse me, guys. Um, what do you think about the uh, the news, zo- Like these, these these kids, Sean. Do you think they're gonna like Blaze suggested potentially? Are they gonna be a threat? Are they gonna be a problem? Or are they just gonna be uh, you, you know, are are and are they gonna cause conflict for Major? Are they gonna cause conflicts for Liv? Um, what do you think? I'm gonna
2: say, and I usually use this as a cop out, a little column a, a, little column B, because what? they're zombies <laughs> and they're gonna co- and they're gonna do something that's going to get them both involved because they're zombies, kind of like uh. The duo from, pre, not last season, but the season before, I think? Season three? The two that we tried to interview? Uh, oh,
0: yes, both actresses, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So, kind of in a similar vein as them. It's going to be a little chaotic, because they don't really know what they're doing. With this and may or may not Accidentally scratch someone And that's going to cause a whole thing With the police, Billmore more graves And this, that and the other So A menace to society no. So to speak
0: Well definitely and I mean And as we saw with how Major tries to fix This problem with essentially Battling fake news with more fake News Um which of course, like I think this is like, there's no this this episode is definitely the most overtly political I Zombie's gotten I think as well. Um, but, but yeah, I I I definitely can see the possibility where, you know these these tensions that are boiling over, you know, um they can that they continue to just grow worse and worse, and it leads to one of these kids maybe unknowingly doing something or unknowingly. Maybe they unknowingly get into Susie's cross, uh, or me, Dolly's crosshairs, or maybe they unknowingly end up outside a bar like Warm Bloods. Like, yeah, I mean, New Seattle's such a volatile place right now that, I mean, I feel like they don't have to do too much to really kind of piss people off. Um, but, but it'll be interesting to see uh, see how Live and Major kind of tackle it together because. That's one thing I really did like about this episode overall was the the character combinations that we got. We got some good Liv Major stuff. We got some really good and funny Ravi Payton stuff. Um, I thought the Clive and Liv stuff worked a lot better in this episode. It had a lot more energy probably due to the fact that Liv was on the fitness guru brain. Um, but I guess now that we've kind of touched on these big things, um, I mainly just want to hear your guys' overall thoughts about those like kind of character pairings and if there's a particular one that stood out to you and, and for whichever reason.
1: Uh, I'll let Sean if Sean if you feel free to jump in if you have one.
2: Um, um I'm kinda of just gonna go with the Live Clive stuff because that's kind of what stuck with me the most. Other than the Live Major stuff, but this from a comedic standpoint. Live being on the fitness guru brains and kind of just chumming it up with Clive, and Clive wasn't really having any of it. Kind of brought me back to the uh, the good old days of season one and two, where Clive wasn't really in the know about the whole zombie thing. Not entertaining. <laughs> that, definitely that that scene
0: where she's like, where she runs the like, trash cans off as a form of exercise was just like. And his reaction to it, it was just physical comedy gold. And and just a great,
2: great bit of comedy um, overall. Most definitely. Please, um, what just about say, you? Do you know this has...
1: Um, yeah, so I agree with you. I thought Liv and Clyde was... It was good to see them back on the road. I also liked that Liv had sort of the... Uh, she had the impactful catch when they... Uh, when Clive immediately, like, rushes to the scene of the crime, when it's called in, she notices, she's the one to notice and call out the speeding car going the other way. So I thought that was a nice touch for um, their scenes as well, too, just kind of reminding you, like, Liv does bring something to the table still, and, uh, and that, you know, that's sort of an example of why they work well together. Um, I also, <laughs> I enjoyed the scene where Major came home to live but um, you know Mm -hmm. guys what happens what's happened every time in the past when we get close when we start to get scenes like this (laughs) and I think my main man Major is going down because as much as he wants that, that domestic life with Liv and as as hard as things get and he always it's always the one thing to put a smile on his face and brighten him up but it never lasts, and again, I think the only way, I, again, I don't, you know, I think he goes out.
0: That's, uh, I mean, you're, you're, you're preaching to the choir here after what I said last week, um, and I think I agree with you that that scene between them uh, just kind of reaffirmed that for me. I just don't see this ending happily, you know. Unfortunately, so it always feels like it always feels like there's something that gets in their way, and now I feel like unfortunately the thing that gets in their way is going to be it's going to be the ultimate thing. It's going to be death in some type of way, and spe- especially with how high high the stakes have already been set for this season, um, which is why I'm like with all this darkness and stuff and kind of like. Not a not dreary episodes, but these have been very serious episodes for iZombie, I would say. Which is fine. Like, I love the emotional gut punch episodes as much as I love, like, the laugh out loud ones. But, uh, I think that's why I have to go with, though. Like, two, two of my favorite bits of the episode were the, the... It was the Robbie Payton stuff, especially with Robbie when he finally trust, uh, tests out... Hold on, I haven't written my notes here. The... what What is the method that oh the soak and stare method when they finally Mm -hmm. when he uh, tries that out with Peyton, and like i also loved in the first scene where he's the one who's like oh aren't you gonna ask me about my day and then it just it just evolves from there but uh i thought those were really good bits um and i and then i loved uh him pitching the high zombie show with jimmy to mm-hmm. her, and just how and how that led to, which I'm sure we all want to talk about before this episode's over, how that also was spawned by the the reuniting of the D and D gang in this episode. Um, I just thought this that that, that uh, the deadlift had some really nice comedy in it, um, and that Ravi Ravi was definitely a big part of that, from like the D and D stuff to you know the show pitch to obviously you know his kind of romantic struggles with uh, with Peyton. Did did either of you guys have a favorite favorite Ravi moment from from the hour? Blaze, you can go first.
1: <laughs> um, favorite Ravi. Uh, I mean the stare. He, that was like a weird scene, but it was like really great.
0: Yeah, I agree. Sean, how about you?
2: The D and D group setting. Him, kind of being the only one in character. Like he's using, he's doing like a little voice as the little narrator, and everyone's just kind of goofing around. And Clive's just like, "Come on, guys, I, 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 I want to beat some people up. Come on, what, what are you doing? <laughs> Am I the only one wanting to like go fight?" It, it was, it was just funny.
0: Definitely, and. And Robby's also a good friend because even though we didn't see it happen on screen, he keeps reminding Major that even if he's C three Po, C three Po is an Ewok god. Um, so <laughs> I, I still I, I love their, their the nerdiness of their friendship. It's just great. Um, and that was yeah, a good point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was fantastic. Um, so yeah, I I mean I think overall. Personally, to me, this episode succeeded a little bit more than the premiere. I still, kind of with what Blaze was saying, I don't think it's iZombie's fully gelled yet for me in Season 5. I feel like there was there's just, like, a lot of... There's a lot of moving pieces, and almost what we said about the premiere, like, there's almost a little too much going on. Um, not every storyline or character is getting really fully serviced in the way that I think it can. Um but but yeah i i don't know i i guess my like last question before we kind of wrap up here is out of so with these episodes kind of being a two-parter and Blaze I'll start I'll, I'll start with you Blaze what from these first two episodes whether it's like a, a new storyline a new character a relationship or what have you what are you most excited to see explored in the in the upcoming episodes like what what uh what's what's the thing you're most interested in seeing how it how it turns out
1: um i'm really curious to see where just pretty simple the cure storyline goes um i thought it was really interesting like we talked about in the first episode to um see that they brought that up and made it such a specific and prominent storyline like obviously that's I, I think by introducing a new character, it just is going to be a big point. So I'm curious if they are going to find a cure and sort of how that will all play out. And like we talked about, um, for the doctor eventually needing to be like smuggled in or kind of if she comes, if she has medical access. And Yeah, I'm just in general curious to see um, what becomes of that. And I'm sure that there will be speed bumps, like uh, even... You know, like Blaine, I kind of see if that's uh, how he plays into the season. But yeah.
0: No, awesome, and I agree, I agree, especially with Blaine being absent from this episode, it's easy to forget about the pure storyline with him, and how he could fit into it. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Sean, how about you?
2: I kind of want to see how this whole human zombie relationship either gets repaired or ultimately kind of flares up into a human-zombie war, so to speak, because the tensions are building. it They are getting close to bubbling over. I mean, there's literally a truck patrolling the outside of the city for the dead enders, shooting at random passerbyers. So... Mm-hmm.
0: It, and we and we still and we don't know. Who's... Go ahead, yeah. Uh,
2: it, well, I'm just I was... reiterating the point that it's getting to the boiling point.
0: Well, and I like that you so. brought up the dead enders shoot shooting random people because we also don't know who the sniper was. We don't know if that was a dead ender. We don't know if that was someone from from uh, from Dolly's group. I agree. There are so many different threats right now. That yeah. Um and I'm curious to see yeah. too like with with what you're saying Sean like obviously there's the physical violence part of it but almost like what's this like intellectual game going to be this PR game where like they're trying to do good zombie promotion and they're fighting fake news with fake news like how much more you know that you know the the, the murder was staged that it wasn't actually a killing and instead of Exposing them, you know, Major has people take the fall. Like, how many more scenarios are we going to see like that before there's riots in the streets or before there's, you know, shootings and bombings every day,
2: you know? We do also have the TV show as well, High Zombie. So that may or may not help with any of the relations. It probably won't because the Dead Enders are set on. Zombies are scum of the earth and should be vanquished. And the zombies just want to live. They just want to live as well as they can because they're not really a hundred percent living because they're zombies. But you know, we they just they, we just need to get along. You know? I think the walls coming down.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. You think they're going? They're going. They're gonna go all Game of Thrones on us with that. Um, Game of Thrones,
1: Berlin, <laughs> I, however, I, I, you, however you want to associate it. That wall is coming down. I
2: know.
0: Good lord, Berlin, yeah. Um, I also think that there's a possibility where stuff gets so bad that the U.S. does fire like a nuke or something, and like that, like it's like a it's a scramble for people to like get out before it happens. And that that new Seattle becomes no Seattle,
2: but yeah, that could happen too. Yikes! Can we talk about can we talk about Peyton selling the name and rights to the Space Needle? Do we we know who she sold them to? Do we
0: know who she sold them to?
2: We don't, but they were in a they they were in a scene together. I just don't know who those Mm -hmm. two people are. Per. Say, I, as characters, it's just yeah. interesting that she's like, "I eh, might as well." We're not even sure if it's gonna be here in three or four months, so why not? Just,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm
2: just doing whatever. I'm
0: curious to. I'm curious to see if that was just like a one episode joke, or if there's actually gonna be something more with that. Um. Yeah. Well, just yeah, uh, to get
2: the funding for the show. Thing.
0: True, true. But I, then I think, are they going to go back to it as, like, a joke? Like, oh, uh, you made me sell the rights to the thing, and, like, it's some stupid, ridiculous... Like, it's, like, the Pepsi Cola Space Needle or something like that. Uh,
2: I don't know. Um, but, it, who knows? It's probably going to play more into Peyton's political story that's going on with um, mm-hmm. yeah the, the two remaining representatives, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and that other guy um Mhm because and uh, of course of course one of them, appearance.
0: yeah and of course one of them is a zombie and one of them is human because you know and that's the thing it's on every level this season it's the political level it's the you know there's the renegade stuff there's the film or grave stuff the zombie human conflict that's what this season's all about and i i mean i think i think it's off to a good start i i just want it to be I just wanted the show to feel more in rhythm, and you know what better way to do that than with a dance episode next week? Am I right, guys? Am I right? <laughs> um, so before I object our listeners to, to any more of my terrible jokes, I think we, uh, we probably can just uh, start to start to wrap things up here. Um, unless any of you guys have any other final thoughts or anything you want to share, I'm I'm pretty good. Except uh, I just want to say, our, our RIP Baron and uh, and Jordan.
1: Yeah, uh,
0: Pour it out for the real ones. <laughs> Baron, who, when I could not remember his name, I affectionately called Beanie Guy. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> um but, yeah. But, alright, then. I guess that will do it for us this week, guys. Um, before we fully sign off, uh, I want to start off with Sean. Can you tell the good people at home where to find you? Sean, you're cutting out, so we're gonna we're gonna let Blaze go first, and then <laughs> hopefully you'll be getting a minute or two. Blaze, please please tell everyone if where I, they can find you online.
1: Uh, you can find me at Blaze Hopkins on Twitter, uh, and that is it. Six winner out. I'm still upset. Great game, great player. Mm, uh, I watched the NBA
0: finals. I'll tell tell them where to find you, Sean. I'll tell them where to find you. At SnarkySean on Twitter. And you have the Geekishly Toku podcast and the delicious flavor one. So, uh, and you can find me at Seekinger13 on Twitter. Uh, I am uh, catching up with some iZombie reviews. I'll have my review of the first two episodes up this week and then episode three not long after, and then I should be on time moving forward now that Arrow is done. Uh, Check out my WordPress with this stuff, and, uh, yeah, and that's about it. And you can follow us on Twitter, at iZombieRadio, and on Facebook as well. We still sometimes post on Facebook. And, yeah, and as always, guys, download us, listen, rate and review when you can, Um, and we just always appreciate uh, any, any, you know, any feedback you can provide, just... You know, a download is, it means a lot. So, that will do it for us this week on iZombie Radio. Everyone take care, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.